Boats, let's go. Focus and finish. Boats loaded, man. Let's roll. Ron, I took my headsets off, and I don't remember ever being in a louder building in 25 years. Yo, what to be politically correct. I'm the unpolitically correct person. We whooped their Seven of the Dotcast uh, special edition. Breaking news: the Chiefs' uh, franchise history made. Uh, but I mean, number one, Jared Speckman in the house. Well, not in the house. He, we're, we're recording this separately. I'm in a house. He is in. <laughs> he's in his house. Uh, yeah, but uh, this this is just like one of those one of those occasions, you know. I know we haven't been on like a regular recording schedule. The last one was in October, la- literally last year. First Dotcast of 2020, big big news. Uh, but I, it just it just felt like we had to do this. Like, I mean, it, it was every it, it has all the ingredients of uh, Dotcast gold. Uh, Patrick Mahomes brought the Chiefs and the Dotcast back from the dead. Yes, one hundred percent. Uh, I mean, first off, I, I just want to walk through the game mentally. I think for, for my own, you know, well-being, I think, you know, kind of reliving uh, my feelings throughout the entire yes. game is, is healthy, is, is good for my mental health because I, I, I think it really, you know, it, it's good to do a deep dive on your psyche every now and then. And I feel like mm-hmm. I hit every single emotion in the book uh, throughout the first half of the Chiefs game yesterday. I, I didn't even have a chance to like I w- of course I was angry because I'm a reactionary like duh. like that yeah. was the only yeah. that was really the only emotion they allowed me to feel until like it w- it was like I, I was angry and uh, you know for good reason uh, I was upset I was like right as I started getting upset they the comeback started like I didn't even have like I didn't even get to like the second stage of Chiefs playoff grief like it was uh, anger. And then no time for sadness. The Chiefs were right back in it. Like it wasn't even it was it was it wasn't even like I didn't have time to feel sorry for myself. In the blink of an eye, the Chiefs were up twenty eight twenty four. Yeah. So I, I I went through all of the the state. Like I got to the the lowest of the lows, and I was sitting at a buddy's house, and me and my buddy are distraught. Yes. And pretty much planning on um, uh, going back to our non-football lives um, and the wives and wife wives and girlfriends are just sitting there like we, we have no idea what to do <laughs> and we also we don't want to talk to them maybe ever again do we do we ask him a question do we ask them what's going on in the game why are the chiefs playing so bad yeah the, <laughs> it, also the answer to that is no never no, never. never ask a question. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I curled up in the fetal position on a friend's couch, just on one cushion, just laying there. And then literally 15 minutes later, it was 24, 21. And I was like, but no one was saying anything. Yeah. Like none, none of us were talking about it, about what was happening. We were celebrating the big plays, but we, we would all just return to our positions. Mm hmm. And that's the thing about a comeback is you have to stay in the same spot, right? Um, you can't move, right? Uh, but I mean, it was like I still have. It's hard to process. And last night, I was sitting, I was laying in bed, processing all of the plays that happened. It all happened so quickly. There weren't even that many. I mean, it, all, no. it happened so. It was like two, like three play drives, the fumble more three play drives and all of a sudden the Chiefs had the lead going into halftime and I would like uh, I had to collect myself at halftime yeah I, I ran I ran the gamut I, 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 I was, was all over the place but I think the 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 biggest thing was like I, I didn't even go into like my mode of 
So everyone loves like doing the comparisons between like the Royals, uh, like comeback wins in 2014 and 2015, like the wild card game and game uh, game four of the uh, ALDS. And I was like, yeah. number one, I had time with my thoughts in those games. Like in my thoughts in the wild card game, I was like, well, Ned Yost and Dayton Moore have to be done. Like they can't, you know, you need to. You, this is this is ridiculous. Like somebody else has to take over now. 2015, it was like, well, shit, now we need to trade everybody. Like, this is ridiculous. This is the player's fault. I didn't even get to that point. It was like, boom, the Damian Williams touchdown happened, uh, or the uh, Hardman punt kick return happened, and I was like, okay, you know, there's there's your spark. Or the uh, – it was like a, it, it happened so – I'm, like, thinking backwards. But, like, it happened so quickly. It was like they stopped – they kicked the field goal on fourth and inches, which – thank you, Bill O'Brien. We'll get to him later. Uh, mm-hmm. But it was like just – it was an avalanche of good things happening for the chiefs. And like, I didn't even, I didn't even go into my fire everyone mode. Like it was, it was automatically like it just, it happened so damn fast. Like I could not, uh, I, I couldn't compose myself. It was, it was insane. Like it was, it was the velocity that that comeback happened. Like it, it scrambled my brains because, and I was going back and listening to the last uh, couple podcasts that we did. And we, it was the Ravens game. The Chiefs mm-hmm. put the Chiefs put up 31 points on the Ravens so fast, um, and then they put up 28 on the Raiders so fast. Like I feel like this was that on. It. I want to say like I was angry, but there was still that thought in the back of my mind. Like hold on, like this team can put it on somebody in a heartbeat, and sure enough, that's what it did. they can turn on a switch. Like we can spot you a twenty-four point lead in the first quarter, and it ain't no thing. Have you ever like you're at the beach and you pick up a handful of sand? Um, Many times. Trying to stop the Chiefs is like grabbing a handful of sand, and you can't you you can't let any of it fall out yeah. because once a little bit starts falling out, and you open your hand just a little to re-grip all of it, it's it's gone. And it's, I mean, it's just like an avalanche of points and it all happens so fast. And the other, and the thing about the, the Royals is those comebacks happened. Like they were on the brink of destruction at Mm -hmm. the end of the game. And Pat Mahomes turned this game on its head in the second quarter. It was just like when it got to halftime, there was barely a doubt in my mind that they would win that game. I mean, when it, when it was, when that fumble Landed in Darwin Thompson's hands at twenty four fourteen. The Texans were so fucked. Yeah, I mean, you could see that they were like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, this has gotten out of hand. Yeah, and it's crazy to say like the Chiefs were never on the ropes down twenty four points. Like that's that's yeah. that's the that's the crazy part to me. Like that's I I never felt like uh, the game was over at any point. I was like, it was more like, "Holy shit, what are we gonna do?" Um, but it never yeah. felt like the game was over. Um, you know, the, the interesting thing about your analogy is um, when you're playing the Chiefs, the key is to get the sand stuck uh, between your toes and in your butt because then it's like it's just never yes. it's never going away. That's that's it's the, never that's, going up. <laughs> that's that's how you that's how you have to uh, uh, stop the Chiefs. You have to stop them with your butt. Uh, yes. But but I mean, God, I, I just like. And I, I feel like that was the other thing, too. I was like, the Texans aren't dominating us. We're just giving them the game. The Chiefs were just giving the game away. And I, I I never felt like, you know, it wasn't like they marched on down. It was a miscommunication and then two mental massive mental errors. Um, that, and then the drops. It just looked like a team that it's the worst-case scenario for a team that wasn't ready ready to play. And then it's crazy that you can you can flip a switch like that. Think about here's the differentiating other than like ungodly athletic ability and, you know, super fitness and, you know, super strength. The mental capacity for like a for this team to like let that just fall off their back is unbelievable. Like if I get cut off in traffic on my way to work or like get three emails before 9 a.m., like my day is shot. (laughs) Like I'm, I'm done. Like I'm like, this is the worst day of all time. The Chiefs basically yeah. like got piled on with a million emails from their boss in the morning, and they they were still just like it doesn't matter. Like it just doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean that just goes to show you the mental toughness of this team. Like nothing is going to nothing is going to bother them. 
Yeah, if I get a hangnail, I'm furious for yep. days. Stub my toe, like and, uh, it's over. Like we're just we're chalking that day and it's done. Yeah, like I and maybe the next day. Yep. Like I I need I need time to recover. Like my diet is done if if this, if that happens. It's like but they somehow got it together enough to to take care of it in 10 minutes of game time. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, it was just the, it was insane. The other thing is the Chiefs have always been the team that somehow lucks their way into a 24-point lead yes. and then has to like and then you have to be like, "Oh god, we have to protect this for mm-hmm. for 40 minutes now." And now they're they're the team that is if if you're on the other side of them, you're like, "Oh god, Patrick Mahomes is literally going to rip our heads off." We and are going par, par, paraded around the field on the stake. 51 points in 3 quarters. Like they put seven. the foot, they put the foot on the gas and just did not let up. Like it feels so good to be on the other side of that. Like, yes, the, I, I feel like this is just like. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I tweeted. <laughs> I tweeted uh, when the Titans beat uh, when the Titans beat the Ravens. I tweeted the Denny Matthews quote: "When it's your turn, it's your turn." Uh, uh-huh. And I was just like. I mean that's that's just that's just how it feels now, and I think the team of destiny stuff is stupid. But like, honestly, it's just I feel like that's kind of a cliche to basically just you know kind of cover put the mystique around a team that you know is just flat out better than anyone they're going to play, and like the only yeah. team who can beat the Chiefs is the Chiefs, et cetera, et cetera. The Chiefs literally shot themselves in the shot themselves in the foot, dick, and ass. Yesterday and, and they and they and they still like ran away with the game. Like that's about the worst performance you can put on in a playoff game. And they still ran away with the game. They blew them out. They blew out the Texans. They blew out Deshaun Watson and the Texans. I mean, Hopkins was a non-factor. Carlos Hyde was a non-factor. Their defense couldn't stop anything. I, I I'm I'm shocked. Like I, I'm I. I don't know if I want. Well, no, I am shocked. Yeah, uh, and the defense. I mean, they gave up thirty-one points. When you look at it in the context of they gave them a special teams touchdown, uh, the special teams gave them another drive in or at the six-yard line. So there's two touchdowns. Uh, I mean, in reality, they give up seventeen points. Yeah, the defense did, and one and one touchdown when they were already up seventeen. Yeah. So they gave up 17 defensive points. The defense gave up 17 points, and the offense scored 51 fucking points. Yeah. The, so, I mean, it was uh, it was an uh, utter devastation. I mean, it was just carnage all over the field. Oh, my God. So, I mean, and also from the Texans' perspective, how demoralizing that win or how demoralizing this loss is. Like, think about what you have to do to pull an upset of that magnitude on the road against uh, the best quarterback in the league. It's like, okay, we're probably going to need, you know, we're probably going to need a couple turnovers. We're going to need a special teams or defensive touchdown. And, you know, we're going to need our quarterback to put up 350 yards. The Texans did all that, and they just got mopped. I I mean, boat raced. Yeah, absolutely boat raced by the Chiefs. So, I mean, it's just, it goes to show you, like, how daunting that is. Like, we have to have everything go right for us. And everything did go right for the Texans in that first quarter. And still, like, that's like the best case scenario of everything going right is getting spotted 24 points in the first quarter of a game. And mm-hmm. and then the Chiefs just, like, they flip a switch and it's over. Like, it, it just blew, 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 blew my mind. Yeah. And, and despite all of that, I am terrified heading into next week. I just I'm yeah. shitting my pants scared. I'm like, "Well, great. Here comes Derrick Henry. Uh, I mean, just here here it comes." Like but but that's that's the thing is like if you're going to like if there was one player to beat the Chiefs and he did. He has done it twice against the Chiefs. He did it uh against the Chiefs in 2016 and uh or 2017 and um, you know, single-handedly like I, I think I said it after we lost that game. I was like, I've never seen a, a running back bring a team back into a game. Like, that's usually the guys who put you away. Yep. Um, and then he did it again this year against the Chiefs uh, on the road. Again, the Chiefs were leading by 16 points, and, and they, they blew another lead against the Titans. So I don't know if the Titans have some sort of special sauce to beat Andy Reid. Um, I'm, I'm nervous. 
But I did, you know, I did a little research of my own today, Spec. And the last yeah. team with a running back with more than 300 or with 300 rushing attempts or more to win the AFC Championship was the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2010. I don't know if that's just a coincidence, but that's just, you know, he has he's had Interesting. It is very it's an interesting little stat, but he's had a huge workload and also it's the Titans third game. I I'm just I don't know. I, I'm 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 trying to find ways, you know, and I feel like that is going to be the only person who can beat the Chiefs um, is if Derrick Henry goes off for another 180 yard performance um, and the Titans yeah. dominate time of possession again. Um, I I, just, I feel like if there is a a formula to beat the Chiefs, it is hope that um, you can contain uh, Hill and Kelsey and then you know play keep away, but. I think that's what the Texans tried to do. And, like, Travis – also, Travis Kelsey, game of his life. Like, that was unbelievable. He could not – I mean, the the, the 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 touchdown where Mahomes was rolling out to his left and dragged his foot across the, uh, the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. Kelsey was sextuple covered on that play. And Mahomes still yeah. got the ball to him. By dragging he just, he, his, he, one of the most just, remarkable plays I've ever seen a quarterback make. He just beer pong tossed it into like just. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna beer pong this into the ground and hope Kelsey grabs it before it hits the ground. Yeah, that just, that was that was it, and yeah. and it worked. It, it was it was a lot of things that that worked. Damian Damian Williams uh, is a superstar, and he's like the fourth best guy on the offense. Um, yep. But I mean, we have to talk about the quarterback, the play of Patrick Mahomes. Just like, you know, I, I it felt like they were never, they never, they never panicked. Like they showed the Chiefs sideline, and it was kind of like, what the hell are we doing? It was, it was like a lot of anger. You know, you could see a little bit of frustration, but mm-hmm. did not sense panic from the Chiefs at all. It was like, it's time, Daddy's got to go to work. Like that, that was what, yeah. that was like what the Chiefs, uh, just man. Like just an an all time legacy game for Patrick Mahomes, like it will be the the no look pass, the you know left handed throw against the Broncos, um, and then it'll be this game, like just where he was absolutely unstoppable. I, I thought it was um, an overall incredible game, top to bottom. Uh, like it was the brain fart for eight minutes of the first quarter, and then just an absolute thrashing of an NFL playoff team. Yes, and going back to we, you mentioned it, the the game where Derrick Henry went off this year, week ten, I think it was against the mm-hmm. Titans. It, it took the that blocked field goal that hit Colquitt in the face mask, or maybe maybe they messed up a field goal and got one blocked. I don't remember how it all worked, but they missed the field goal. Uh, they had uh, they had a fourteen point lead in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Mahomes was on a bum ankle. Still and a bum bum knee. Um, there, there's just a lot that the Chiefs I think have gotten. Uh, I mean, they've they've gotten uh, Mahomes. Figure, Mahomes's injuries have healed themselves. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, the defense. I, I mean, since that game, after that game, they've been a different team. Yeah, and they've uh, figured out at least from then until now how to stop the run. And I I don't know you can say that the Titans won that and uh, Andy or the Titans have Andy Reid's number, but man, I don't know I just I would f- if I if I wasn't a Chiefs fan I would feel really good about the Chiefs heading into this and for for the longest time for two years three years maybe at least as long as Pat has been the starting quarterback we've said that Andy has to slay the Patriots mm-hmm. but maybe. <laughs> Maybe Andy all this time just had to slay has to slay his his arch nemesis that he cannot beat. He's beaten them I think maybe twice in like eight tries dating back to his Philadelphia days. He cannot beat the Titans. It's the weirdest yeah. thing. Yeah, it is. I mean, <laughs> he's like one of the best coaches of all time against Bill Belichick. And then yeah, the Titans uh, embarrassed him in the 2017 playoffs with the, with the comeback, and then they embarrassed him again this year. And I think they even mm-hmm. beat the Chiefs in like. It was like that freezing game. It was like zero degrees at Arrowhead a few years ago, and like the yeah, twenty seventeen like, in December. Yeah, they they were like the Chiefs were like eight and one or something like that. Or the Chiefs were very good, a playoff team, and then the Titans came in here and smacked them around. 
Yeah, and uh, they, they and also in 2014, the Chiefs uh, lost 26 to 10 to the Titans in the season opener. It's just the right. most bizarre. Yeah, it's, it's shit. Maybe this is it. I, I, but how do you? I mean, I know you say you're terrified, but man, I just like I feel like this is. And I, I'm putting myself in the jackpot here. I just feel like this team has that has that feeling about them, like they can't be beat. Yes. That's the one, that's the one parallel to the 2015 Royals, and I hate that everyone's like, "Oh, they beat mm-hmm. this team from this city," and I'm just, just oh, like, Houston. whatever. Yeah, uh, a major market that has a sports team, they beat them. <laughs> uh, but no, but sometimes it feels like it is just your time, yeah. and we can say it's dumb, and some everyone can say it's dumb. Doesn't matter. No. It, I mean, you get the feeling that when you come back from 24 down, you, you you get a Ryan Fitzpatrick sneaking you into the two seed. The Patriots lose. The Ravens lose. Uh, I mean, sometimes you, you catch some breaks and you don't have to play all the absolute best teams. And that's just how it works. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's literally how it is. I mean, like it just sometimes the path just opens up. And I, I know like we're terrified of Derrick Henry. I know we're, you know, it's Andy Reid is struggles against the Titans. I just feel like winning three straight road games in the NFL, let alone let alone three straight road playoff games on the back of your running back is damn near impossible. And I don't want to bury the Titans, but I mean, I feel like it's all just setting up for the Chiefs. I, I feel like it's it's just it's all right there. It's like this is the best case scenario, and then you're gonna, you know you're it's just it could not be and also the nfl has got to be thrilled because they're going to do everything they can to make sure the packers uh win that game and have a rematch of super bowl one in the nfl's 100th season like i mean just from a pure pr standpoint a titans uh 49ers super bowl with jimmy g against ryan Tannehill moves the needle for absolutely no one (laughs) And mm-hmm. uh, instead of Mahomes versus Rodgers uh, and, you know, the State Farm Bowl, basically just they just have to be. Right. I mean, whoever their their marketing person is just has to be absolutely creaming themselves right now at the thought of that. <laughs> uh, but for 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 my money, like it just feels like this is it. Like this is just, you know, I know that, you know, we're, it's, it's one of those things where you get past the point of just being happy to be there. And I feel like last year it was like we're just happy to be here. If you yeah. if you lose this week, if the Chiefs lose this week, this game against the Texans is forgotten. Like maybe not in Kansas yes. City, but like it goes for goes for nothing. And it's one a of footnote. my favorite one of my, yeah, it's a footnote in like a, another season. And um, it was like oh that was cool, but like there's there's a one of my favorite stories of all time is like the Miracle on Ice. People don't know like. That was not the gold medal game. That was the game to go to the gold medal game. Yeah. And the U.S. still had to play Finland the next day or the next, uh, yeah, the next day. And they were down one nothing after the first period, and Herb Brooks goes into the locker room and he goes, if you lose this game, you'll take it to your fucking graves. Like, that's, that's, that's like, how you got to feel about it. It's like everything, like, the that's the pressure on the Chiefs right now is like, hey, you know, you just pulled a – I wouldn't even call it a miracle. It was just like you just showed everyone – in the country what you are capable of and now it's time to finish it like there's there's no one who can stand in your way it if they lose to a team in 2020 with a quarterback that has thrown for less than 100 yards in two straight playoff games (laughs) i'm gonna be so pissed off yeah it's gonna be but it would also be the most chiefs thing of all time that would yeah it would be pretty chiefs yeah man i just they shouldn't. I, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to be the is the the best player in the world, at at the best position to have him at. And and your opponent has their their best uh, player is the running back. Yeah. I mean, it's just, and that's good. He's really good. No one's denying that. But I mean, the thing about having a, uh, your best player as a running back is, it. I mean. The, the Chiefs are just so explosive, and they can match whatever the Titans want to do in a heartbeat mm-hmm. and something that, that it would take the Titans 10 plays to do most of the time. Yeah, and I think that's that's the 
if you would have told me in September the Chiefs, all the Chiefs have to do to get to the Super Bowl is make Ryan Tannehill beat you, I am taking that uh, every single day of the week and twice on Sundays. Like, yes. Like, that's literally all they have to do is take away Derrick Henry somehow. I mean, I know that, like, that's probably been everybody's game plan to this point, but, like, I mean, you hold him to less than 120 yards rushing and you're you're looking at winning Lamar Hunt trophy at the stadium that Lamar Hunt built. Like, I mean, for the second year That gave me chills. Yeah, it's just, I I said that last year, but it, it was Tom Brady and it was the Patriots and, like, you know, I was, it was literally last year I was like, I'm just happy to be here. Like, let's beat the fucking Patriots. Let's do the damn thing. It'll be awesome. Um, but this year it feels like this is, this is it. This is like, this is your time. Like this is, this is, it's not going to, it will literally, no matter how many AFC championship games Patrick Mahomes plays in, I know Derrick Henry is like a, just a beast right now. Tractor Cito, like he is, he is a monster right now. It will never get easier. It will never be easier than it is about to be on Championship Sunday. Yeah, and as many uh, as bright as the future is with Patrick Mahomes, and as often as we think uh, we as the Chiefs might be in this situation in the future, you've got to take advantage of the ones where, I mean, they roll the red carpet out for you and say, just stroll on into the Super Bowl. And again, I don't want to... I feel like we're. It sounds like we're discounting the Titans, but they're a six right. seed. They played. They played two games already. They backed into the playoffs. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the Chiefs had a playoff spot locked up in like week fourteen. I mean, this is. It's not a. The Chiefs are a two. They get to host an AFC Championship game. It's just these are the ones you have to do if you want to win multiple Super Bowls. Yeah, because I, the time the time's gonna come where they knock off. They're the two. They knock off the one, and then they knock off mm-hmm. the best team in the NFC. But when they present you with the six seed in the AFC Championship at home, you gotta win that. I mean, you gotta win that yeah. because there's no. I mean, it's it's gonna be tough to come in to St. Joseph in September and be like, well, we're hoping to get back there again. Because I mean, it just feels like you have to climb the mountain all over again. Right. It's like, well, we couldn't even beat the Titans. Uh, as a, with the sixth seed last year, so mm-hmm. well, is it ever going to happen? Right, and I think that's I, I think that you hit the nail on the head. Like the expectation for that work, and by all means, I'm not calling you know this a gimme for the Chiefs, but like it is literally it, in this in this circumstance, literally does not get easier. This is the easiest route to the Super Bowl. Like it, yep. it's the sixth seed. It's the sixth seed with a with a maybe the most average quarterback you will ever find in the playoffs. He was a backup to start the year. Yeah. And I, I honestly, like Mike, Mike Vrabel said he would cut his penis off to go to the Super Bowl. So, you know, you are going to get their very best. I'm the kombucha girl when it comes to him cutting his dick off. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no. And then I'm like, well, maybe I want to see that. And no, I, it's like man, an episode just the Chiefs of, should go. It's an episode of Black Mirror. Like Mike, Mike Vrabel yes. threatening to do that just to show how <laughs> to show how it's like. Well, here you go, buddy. Uh, yeah, but I just feel like you you hit the nail on the head. Like, you know, if this is if we are in the empire business, uh, we absolute this is this is a game you have to have. And if not, people are going to look sideways at you and be like, mm, I mean, maybe maybe it's not that great. Maybe you know, maybe yeah. you know, I'm I'm full of shit. Like the, we are that great. Like it's going to take. It's going to take everything the Titans have. Like, just goes to show you, you know, you can play an almost the Chiefs can play an F minus 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 for for fifteen minutes, and you, and you st- and you're you're you still don't have a chance. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, we got to talk uh, about Bill O'Brien. Any, yes. any other closing thoughts on on how awesome the Chiefs are? No, I just, yeah, we covered it all. But, man, every time I sit back and think about it, about that comeback, it's just like, my God, what did I watch? But yeah, watched it at least 20 times last night. I watched the game highlights. Yes. It was just, it was Oh, my God. And Twitter was so funny about the comeback. Uh, It's so great being on the the right side. Like, I I wouldn't have been able to log on to 
any social media if they'd lost that. But For since weeks. they came back, that it was great. For weeks. Uh, Bill O'Brien, um, our least favorite coach in the NFL, I, I would say. I mean, sort of my favorite, right? Second favorite yes, right now. Sec- yeah, yeah. Second favorite to Andy Reid. But I, I feel like he is just he's always got an excuse for something. Number one, I think the biggest the the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever heard an NFL coach say is that he did not have a play for fourth and inches. Yeah. That's yeah. like day one training camp. It's like, okay, hey, it, it literally like here's the scenario. It's like, all right, guys, it, we're in the first half, we're in Kansas City. Uh, you know, we're we're up on the Chiefs in the first half. You know, this is a chance for us to really start salting the game away. It's fourth and one on the ten or fourth and inches, fourth and two on on the Chiefs ten yard line. You know, we can either kick a field goal to go up, you know, seventeen points, or we can go for it and really, you know, put our foot on their neck and, and really force the issue. And you don't have a play in that situation. Like that's like that's a day one thing that you practice in training camp. You have you have a dual threat quarterback, perhaps the second best dual threat quarterback in the league. You can run a sweep with him. You can give it. You can run a sneak with him. You can give it to your thousand yard rusher in your backfield. You can de- devise a play for maybe the guy with the best hands in the league in DeAndre Hopkins. And instead, you say we we didn't have a play I liked for fourth and one. I I, sh- I like I I can't even. First of all, he's lying anyway. Mm-hmm. And second of all, like, why say that? What do you What are you accomplishing by saying that? We all know you're lying. Yeah. I just and and what are you doing? Not running the not running an actual play. I, I it doesn't make any sense. Right. And then there was another play. I think it's it's kind of gotten forgotten. Um, it might have been the fake punt play. It might have been, but he called a timeout. Did they Did they run the fake punt out of a timeout? See, I don't think so. I think they ran a field goal out of the timeout. Okay, yeah. He wanted to run he wanted to run something. I think it was before they punted the ball. Uh at some point. And he they were close. I think they were in plus territory and they showed him on the sidelines and he was like, "We got to pin him. We got to pin him." And I was like, "Whoa. This team has just marched the ball down the field on you twice and you're saying we got to pin him?" Like, dude, no. Like, no, I, I just feel like that just goes to show you um, kind of how far ahead of the curve Andy is when it comes to your average uh, NFL playoff coach. I mean, like, if if your mentality going into the Chiefs isn't we have to possess the ball. I, see, I don't even know if that works, though. Like, we have to get 60 yards rushing on every single drive that, that we have against the Chiefs, or we just have to flat out outscore them. Like, I feel like those are the only two ways you can beat them. Yeah, and you also don't get to say that you thought you had to score 50 points to 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 win the game and also be like we have to punt this here. Yeah. Like that that's not those things don't make sense together. Yeah. Um and I, I, go ahead. I I, I the whole argument is like, well, did the Chiefs win the game or did the Titans or Texans choke it away? And I was just like, I mean, I feel like the the that was just what the Texans were. I, I just I feel like it wasn't it wasn't it, it wasn't either of them. It was like the Chiefs, you know, the absolute worst case scenario happened to the Chiefs, and then they just ran them out of the they ran them out of the building. Like I I, mean, I, I don't it, think there was any real. I think it was just. That's what the matchup was. There wasn't any choke. There wasn't any real. I mean, yeah, it was. A, this sounds weird, but you're like, yeah, it was a comeback. But it didn't really feel like a comeback. It wasn't like the Chiefs were, you know, chipping away at the lead for you know three quarters and then had to drive it down at the end. It was just the Chiefs were just miles ahead of the Texans and, and just like fully unleashed when you know. And I I tweeted. I said Andy never. Andy never pulls the, you know, puts the gas all the way down. And that's what he did. Like, this is what happens when you unleash this offense. Yeah, Andy was not fucking around once they built a lead. And if you want to say the Texans lost it, fine. But seven straight touchdowns, I mean, that's just the Chiefs uh, being better than you. Yeah. All all of, like, in, in every way, shape, and form. 
51 to 7. You I mean you don't f- fuck up your way into 50 51 to 7. Right. Th- that's just that that team is better than you in offense, defense, special teams. The the Chiefs fucked up on special teams twice and then they they made up for it with two great special teams play on the fake punt and the McColl uh uh, run back to to really uh, ignite the whole thing. So, uh, th- the Chiefs were far and away just better in every single aspect of that game. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I don't think I don't know how anyone could say that the the Texans lost it. Yeah, something I'm a little bit worried about um, is the special teams. Um, I think I I've expressed concern about it in the past, and I feel like there's been those mental lapses. Here and there, um, whether it's a missed extra point, Butker's missed a couple extra points this year. Um, they've yep. had multiple blocked punts um, and multiple kind of muffed uh, punt returns. So I'm a little bit worried, but maybe you know maybe that's out of their system for the rest of the playoffs. I don't know, but I feel like also in this game, the Chiefs got everything out of their system that they needed to get out of. I, I mean, I know I'm just like going to all the all of the like platitudes and everything, but it just feels like they got everything out of their system that they needed to get out of their system. And I think they maybe realized something within the game, which shows that this is a tremendously well-coached team and that their mindset is incredible, um, that this did not deter them at all. Like it did not, it did not scare them off the path. Mm-hmm. And how often do have the chiefs since Patrick Mahomes took over, uh, how how often have the Chiefs had a stretch for 15 minutes like they did mm-hmm. on, and not just offensively, but offense, defense, special teams? It was a complete breakdown. Yeah, and that uh, it, it hasn't happened like that. I mean, I can't remember a time when when it's happened like that. Yeah, and, when it all just kind of falls apart at once. Yeah, and it, it's hard for me to imagine a scenario this weekend where. At, at some point in the game for an extended period, every single phase of the game is breaking down for the chiefs. Uh, yeah. and that feels like a, that feels like a, a, a once in uh, every two seasons sort of situation. Yeah. Also they should, they should, they should save that for like week seven instead of the divisional playoff. I'm glad yes. they got through it. But uh, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine it going down like that again. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's why I'm, I'm number one. Look, I'm terrified. It's the AFC championship game, but I'm still confident. Like I feel great about where this team is because I feel like you see, you got the scare thrown into you. Like you, now, you know, like, like we, there can't be mistakes like that. There can't be mistakes like that because you know what, with the, with the Titans, you may, you know, you cannot spot them 24 points because guess what? They do have an absolute monster who can put 200 yards rushing on you and can absolutely, you know, suck the life out of the clock uh, for the remainder of the game and, you know, leave you, you know, without a chance to get back into it. I feel like the Texans never really – here's the the other crazy thing too is like the Texans never had a chance to salt that game away. Like the Chiefs did not – like they – uh gosh what was it it was the um it was the hardman kick return and then it was the three play uh-huh. three play touchdown drive um and then a three and out the fake punt, and then the fake punt um yep, three and, and out fake punt and then the fumble and then the fumble on the kickoff return and then that was it like and then it was just like okay well you know that yeah i, I just feel like the defense is not getting its due either um, because I feel like they were spectacular um, mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, whenever you give a team a short field multiple times, like they're, they're just going to score. That's it. Um, yeah. But, you know, for the most part, I thought they were dominant. I thought Tyron Matthew was fantastic. The linebackers were great. Um, and then Frank Clark, just like maybe the best move Brett Veach has made, um, getting him in, in, in the Honey Badger. I just... Those two were all over the field yesterday. Um, you know, Clark was in the backfield nonstop. And then he, I thought even Suggs in his limited role, I feel like he is so good. Like, it just goes unnoticed, the things that he's doing, whether that's, you know, setting the edge or, or doing a little run stuffing. They are going to need him desperately on Sunday. I, I just feel like that's such a huge um, 
you know, it's just such a huge game. I mean, it's going to be all hands on deck on Sunday. I mean, it's just I'm speaking in so many cliches right now. But Suggs is Suggs is very much a uh, Justin Houston in that mm-hmm. everyone talks about the sacks or wants the sacks, but he is very good at setting the edge, uh, playing the run game, and uh, and yeah, doing all the little things that you, that everyone never really gave Justin Houston a lot of credit for, mm-hmm. and they've needed that so bad with all of the injuries, and he, yes. yeah, he's been really good. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. As long as you know they don't, for whatever reason, start dropping him into coverage, I'm I'm good with it. You know. Yes, I don't think uh, that was one last. I don't think Spags is going to do that. No, he's not. You know, it's just it was a very it was just they took care of business so hard. Um, f- the the f- the fake punt call. We haven't talked about that Bill O'Brien mm-hmm. decision yet. D- good. W- what did you think? Like. If like if they get that, it, he looks like a master. Yes, but so that's, it that's also, my thing. But it also it reeked of desperation to me. Like the Chiefs scored one touchdown, and it felt like a panic move. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like he did that because he was like, "Holy shit! They just put it. You know, they just scored on us in three plays. We need." <clears throat> I, I I I can see it from both angles. Not everything is black and white. I feel like, and that's a. Yep. I feel like that's a moment in a football game. That that could have basically the the Texans could have been like okay like we're still in control like we we got them on this one. Um, I feel like the fourth and the fourth and inches one was more of the. Uh, I feel like that was the worst decision. I feel like the fake punt. If you get everyone's like, well, why do you go for it on fourth and inches? But you you know run a fake punt on your own 30, 35 yard line. And I was like, you know, in that moment, I feel like that was him kind of. He was like, this is our chance to kind of wrestle momentum, whatever momentum we just gave up to the Chiefs, uh, kind of wrestle it back for ourselves and kind of re-seize control of of the game. Um, So Mm -hmm. I get it in that that moment. Like, I see it from both sides. Like, maybe that wasn't the best decision. Um, But also, like, if you, yeah, if you get that two-yard gain in Daniel Sorensen, you know, God bless him for as much grief as we give him. Two of the biggest plays um, in the game, and you know, stuff snuffing out the fake punt, um, you know. But also, if you're the up man on that punt return and you kind of see Daniel Sorensen shadowing you um, at that point, you maybe need to audible out of that um, and say, "Hey, uh, we should probably just run the punt." But or at least uh, like call it for a guy that like plays offense and might have a juke or a, like a circle button in him. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Hit him with the spin move. Yeah, I yeah. just felt like it was one of those. It was one of those decisions. Like yes, oh, I think Bill O'Brien knew the gamble that he was taking, and it's like shit. If we don't get this, like, but also you know, like when you're when you know, like we saw what what could happen. Like, so I guess that move is kind of defensible. Like. I think that move is a little bit defensible more than the the going forward on fourth and inches. So that's yeah. just my thought on it. Um, I think it was a difficult decision. Obviously, the safe play is to punt it away there, but like, shit. I mean, when you're you know when when you're getting outscored fifty one to seven, I feel like there is no such thing as a bad like as a wrong. Sounds weird, but I feel like there is no such thing as a wrong decision in that instant. Yes. So I know um, that's kind of also, a long, drawn-out answer, but I feel like that's that's how I feel about it. I think the most hilarious Bill O'Brien decision was they were the Texans were down 17 with 11 minutes left, and they were in Chiefs territory. It was fourth and four. That, that and was the moment where he was saying we need to pin him. Was it? Yes. That was the moment where he called a timeout. It was fourth and four. Yes. His offense was on the field, and they cut to him on the sideline, and he was like, no, 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 we need to pin him. And I was like, whoa, like, no, dude, like, it was, it was, oh, no, babies, what is he doing? Like, I was yeah. like, no, no, <laughs> I was like, no, dude, 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 like, this team just scored, this team just scored 40 points on you in, in less than two quarters. Like, no, you need the ball, you have the ball. Like, you need four, you need five yards. Like, just, uh, again, it just goes to show you, like, also, in that moment, like I, I don't even, I don't even pretend to like think I'm smarter than these guys or know anything about football. It's just like your decision making has to, 
you, you have to you have to show confidence and leadership. And I feel like that was a great moment where it was like, we are not going down without a fight. Like we're we're still in this thing. You know, I know we're down 17 points, but like, you know, we've got the ball, you know, near midfield. Let's let's go for it. Like, let's 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 put all of our chips into the middle of the table. I at that point, I could not believe what I was watching because the Sean Watson came off the field. He was holding four fingers up with a confused look on his face like it's fourth down. We have to go for this. We're yeah. down 17 points. They've hung 48 on us at this point. Like, I, what are you doing? And then finally, Bill O'Brien came to his senses and called a timeout and sent his offense back out there. And it was like, like I was yelling at the TV for Bill O'Brien to make a smart, yeah. strategic move against the Chiefs. I, uh, it was unprecedented, the dumbness that was emanating from Bill O'Brien after yeah. halftime. Yeah, it was... Uh... It was a tough. It was a tough look, um, and I, I think Andy defended him um, as best he could in post game. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I'm just. I I feel like uh, I I don't know. I feel like O'Brien is the guy who, like the Patriots. Uh, he he is the Patriots jig. The guy who has gotten it, uh, gotten by on the the Patriots mystique longer than anyone. Like longer than Josh McDaniels, longer than Romeo Cornell, uh, uh-huh. like longer than Eric Mangini, like anybody. Like he has just yep. strung it out um, longer than anybody. And I, I mean, I'm just, you know, I, I feel like anybody could have been coaching against the Chiefs yesterday, and they just, they, well, maybe not. But well, shit. The, I mean, the Patriots were up 17 on the Chiefs in the first half last year. So I, That's I just, true. I mean. That like, I I don't know. I I just I I am, I am very optimistic at the direction where this you know where this team is going. I feel like they they're seven and a half point favorites against the Titans, and I feel like uh, the Titans have that giant killer like kind of tag on them where you know oh they're built to beat the Chiefs and they've beaten the Chiefs before and they're. You know they they embarrassed the Chiefs in the in the playoffs uh, a few years ago, so maybe that. But I just I, I don't see how. I, I just I feel like there's only one way um, the Titans can beat the Chiefs next week or this week, and I, I feel like it's through Derrick Henry, um, and he has a million miles on him in the second half of the season, um, and I don't know. I just I feel like this is your, this is their opportunity, and like it's not going to get. We've said it a million times. It's not going to get any easier um, for the Chiefs than it than it is going to be on Sunday. Yes, has any team ever knocked off um, the top three seeds in the playoffs? I, I would really like to because that's a good question. The Patriots were number three, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. I, I, I mean that's a that's asking a lot. Three straight weeks. Three straight weeks on the road mm-hmm. as a six seed. I mean, God, I mean, I'm talking myself into like feeling pretty good. About, I mean, I'm going to feel terrible by like tomorrow morning again. Right. But right, it's just like it, it. It feels like a tall task for the Titans. The Chiefs are just in such a great position. Yeah, and I mean the the <sighs> way the defense played uh, and Watson, like, yeah, he almost threw for 400 yards, but like that, those were mostly because like you're you're down 17 points. You're down 20 points. Yeah, like a lot of that was just second half. Ball. Like, yeah, we got to throw it up and hope we yep. get in the end zone. Yep. Uh, what is your first first thought on AFC Championship game Sunday? Uh, happy. Yes. Terrified. Yes. I keep uh, every now and then, like a couple times a day, I'll walk you. I'll be just I don't know working or whatever, and then I think, oh god, the Chiefs are one one away from the Super Bowl again. Yeah, it, it, it fills my stu- just the the my stomach with uh, regrets over ever liking football. Yep, yep. I'm. I already was like pacing last night. Didn't sleep well. You know, it's it's it started. Here we go. Like I mean, are you uh, are you gonna cry if the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl? Um, part of me, uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, like, 
it's the biggest it's the biggest sporting event in the world and i've i've wanted uh, so I, I don't want to get ahead of myself but i've wanted this for so long and it was like the thing with the royals was like it, it happened so fast and it was like a flash in the pan and it was just like wonderful and brilliant the chiefs have just like they've just been teasing me and teasing me my whole life and like yep you know, it's just, it's never felt like it was attainable. And it, but like, or no, it, it, it has felt like it was attainable. Whereas with the Royals, it was like, it's like a fairy tale. But with the Chiefs, it's just, it's been a nightmare. Like year after year. And I feel like it will just be, it will be cathartic and it will be amazing. And it will be something I've wanted since I was six years old. Like, just like that I beg for every single fall. And like, that I've watched, yep. you know, like my dad lose his mind and like shriek in terror when Priest Holmes gets tackled from behind and fumbles the ball against the Colts or like screams in agony while the, you know, Colts come back from, you know, 28 points down or like, you know, me and Scobes just like watching. Lynn Elliott. Yeah, Lynn Elliott watching and, you know, and then me and Scobes like watching in disbelief as the Chiefs blow a 16 point fourth quarter lead. Um, you know, to the Titans and just like all this shit over or watch Patrick Mahomes not even get the ball in overtime against the Patriots. It's just like it's compounded and compounded and compounded. I've been so traumatized by the Chiefs over and over again. I just feel like it will be just like a million pounds just being lifted off of my shoulders. And like, you know, I'm going to the game with my brother on Sunday and like so I'll be there with I'll be there with Kevin. And then it's just like you know, I was I was at the I was at game four of the ALCS in 2014 and that's like maybe my favorite day ever and like it's just it's such a the Chiefs are so important to Kansas City like I just feel like it's it's is going to be and like there's just magic in this city when when stuff like this happens like the Royals in 2014 and 2015 like there was just like fairy dust on the city like everyone was in such a good mood and like Yes. I just I want that feeling back in Kansas City again. I love I love Kansas City. Like this is my hometown. This is where we were born and raised. Like yep. this is just it's just such a special place and like you know, this stuff matters to us. Like this is the biggest thing that, you know, the last time Kansas City played in the Super Bowl, it was like it wasn't a thing. It like wasn't a big event. And now right. it's the biggest event in the world. And so I think for the Chiefs to have a shot um, to be on that stage, to be on an international stage, and finally, like, fully introduce Patrick Mahomes to the world, I think the just the sheer thought of that is like so emotionally compelling to me that like I, it will absolutely be an emotional overload if if they do in fact win on Sunday. Yes, I I agree. You said it all. Yeah. My my short answer is if if Clark Hunt is on the field at the 50-yard line raising the Clark Hunt trophy. I'm going to ball like a baby. Yeah. I just, I feel like that's like why these, you know, and I I feel like, you know, these, you know, people are always like so quick to be like, oh, well, they're billionaires. This stuff doesn't really matter to them. And, you know, I'm lucky enough to like work for the Hunt family and like they care so deeply about the Chiefs. Hearing Lamar Hunt Jr., the way he talks about the Chiefs is like how you would expect a parent to talk about like their child. Like yeah. they and, and they love Kansas City so much and they love the community and they are so passionate about the Chiefs and fully recognize what Kansas City has given them and, and how they just like desperately, desperately want to give back to the city in the form of a championship. Like I feel like that would that would also be something like, you know, the Hunt family took a huge chance moving the Chiefs from Dallas to Kansas, to little old Kansas City. They could have mm-hmm. moved them anywhere. They could have moved them to L.A. They could have moved them to Seattle. They could have moved them to Chicago, to Nashville, to wherever, to, you know, anywhere yep. in the country, and they moved them here. And so I just feel like the Chiefs are so ingrained in – Kansas City culture and like I feel like this city shuts it's just every Sunday is a holiday in Kansas City no matter how good or bad the Chiefs are and I feel like I just I want to see what Kansas City is like in the two weeks leading up to a Super Bowl so bad um and I want to max out my credit cards so bad to go (laughs) to go to Miami for a Super Bowl uh, I don't think I would do that. I would want to be in Kansas City if that happens. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, yeah, we'll talk about it. that next week, hopefully. Yes, hopefully. Um, but anyway, 
that's that's really my my thoughts on the Chiefs. Uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about Elijah Drinkwitz. Um, first impressions of him. What do you think? I'm a big fan of the hire. I mean, it's like it's a little outside the box mm-hmm. of your normal. Uh, I don't know, normal hire. Yeah, only one year of uh, head coaching experience, but offensive guy. Uh, uh, he's on the, uh, I can't even think of, uh, Malzahn, Malzahn tree. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, these, these are all fun things. He seems upbeat. He's a young guy. I don't know. I, I think there's a lot to like about it. Uh, the Barry Odom, I'm glad they are done with that, to be honest with you. It's yeah. Like a, he's a, ni- he's a nice guy, but mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's the thing they say every time he's a nice guy, but yeah, yeah but he, it just, it wasn't working out and he, he yeah. shit the bed this year. Yeah. Um, you know, I think the first thing that I have noticed about about Drink is that he he's just got like that moxie to him that like you yeah. know he's got he he looks like a nerdy little white guy, but like I feel like he's got some swagger, um, and I feel like yeah, Mizzou desperately needed to make an outside the box hire, and I think it was interesting when those names started leaking, like the Blake Anderson name and all these like coaches that are like mediocre mid-major coaches and everybody's just like I can't believe these are the names I think that was kind of some cloak and dagger by Jim Sterk like all right you want an experienced you know you want an experienced FCS guy or FBS guy here's 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 what you're gonna get here's what our budget of four million dollars is gonna get us I, I have a little uh, inside info Ooh. on the coaching search, actually. Mm. Um, so so I know a coach, an assistant coach on the Arkansas State staff. Mm. And I talked to him maybe two weeks ago, and he said uh, Blake Anderson had an agreement in place to become the coach of the Missouri Tigers. Oh, wow. And they were, they were in the process of notifying assi- which assistant coaches were going with him. Yeah, and then it it all. I mean, it's true that it all fell apart because of uh, like three three curators. They said that's not going to cut it. Yeah, I, I think that's. I I really do feel like um, number one. Uh, it's. I feel like Mizzou. There's there's just like, I don't know. I feel like there's. It's still disjointed. I still feel like there's some disjointed leadership um i feel like not everybody is on the same page um and what we would like to accomplish um and i think that was shown through this coaching search um Mm -hmm. where you are going after the scraping the bottom of the mediocre barrel um in the coaching search hoping that you know you strike lightning and you're gonna end up with you know an absolute fucking disaster um and i feel like the Sunbold Brigade, if we're going to be honest, kind of swooped in and was like, no, 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 no. We're not doing this bullshit again. We're not doing what we did with Frank Haith in basketball. We're going to we're going after a young guy um, who is an up and comer. He may be here for less than five years, but damn it, he is going to turn Mizzou back into a, he's going to turn Mizzou into a sexy spot where kids want to come play. Because yep. I feel like as much as people liked Barry Odom, um, Mizzou was never going to be a sexy place to play. You've got Coach Drink, who's the nerdy white guy with the crazy playbook. Um, he's got the visor look going on. He looks like an SEC coach. Um, yeah. I don't know. Talks like I, an I, SEC coach. Yes, he sure does. Um, you know, I, I don't know where we're going to end up. I don't know that what this hire is going to end up being. Um, and he may be a guy who bolts for, um, you know, a Big Ten job or something. I don't know. But, you know, you got to take a chance on these guys at, at some point. You have to take a chance on somebody. You know, if you want to go after these established coaches, be my guest. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to get the Mike Leeches of the world. Mississippi State got Mike Leach. Like, that's where you're at. at you're, you are not the first pig at the trough at, at Mizzou. Yep. That's all I have to say. So, But anyway, that will do it unless you got anything else, Beck. I do not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Chiefs, here we are. Here we go again, man. I mean, it, and I will reiterate, reiterate it for all the Chiefs fans out there. It will not. It will never be easier than it is this coming Sunday at Arrowhead Stadium. It will. It, you know, I, I, I just feel like you know. Yes, it is Derrick Henry, and we have heard all the hullabaloo about him. But like at the end of the day, it is still 
the sixth seed with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. Um, I mean, this is this is this is just you know, this is it. Like you gotta you know, yep. it, it's just it's never gonna get. It's it was either this or play the Ravens at, uh, on the road. So I mean, yeah, just it's, start be, acting just like you're the you're the, the yes, cock of the walk at this. Act point. like we belong to be here. Like this is. The Chiefs should fucking run over the Titans on Sunday. This that's what they should do. That is what they should yeah. do. You have an all you have the the quarterback uh in the NFL against a running back. Like this mm-hmm. is not this is not, you know, four A high school football. No offense to our listeners who might have played four A high school football, but like this that's is not me. Sorry, Spec. <laughs> or Coach okay. who played for a high school football. <laughs> but this is not, you know, this is not Tony Temple running for 230 yards against Blue Springs. Like, this is, it's the NFL. You have the quarterback. Puff your chest out. Walk tall. Let's fucking bring it home. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. And let, let's, let's talk about going to the Super Bowl next week. I cannot wait. I have chills running up and down my spine right now. Whew. All right. That's it.